0: That Makes me not want Boston to lose, kind of, yeah. but I'm down, like, I'm down for them to win. Um, a lot of people hate Boston, especially you guys being Canucks fans because they beat you in one series one time and you still hold a grudge, so they don't even think about you. But, um, Jesus, buddy, I'm like, I'm sorry, that's <laughs> the biggest, most ridiculous thing about Canucks fans, they hate Boston so much. I didn't riot, okay, time, I didn't riot, you know, I didn't. One riot. Series. People hate them so. much.
1: Episode one sixty one of Left Side Heavy the podcast. It's just your host Jevon Lafave. Hayden is partying it up in Mexico right now, so he's probably in one right now, probably face down at the beach somewhere with a few too many daiquiris thrown down. But I'm more than happy to be joined by two uh, two friends of the show, two absolute beauties of the show, registered beauticians, if I may say, Emil Tracy Scott Ani with the fresh cut. Oh hey, base unrecognizable at this point. How's it going, boys? Thanks for joining the show. Unrecognizable.
2: Uh, oh, big time. It's going well, buddy. Yeah, it's going good, man. Going good. How's uh so we're all uh we're
1: all from the BCIT radio arts and entertainment program? We were just kind of shooting the breeze before hopping on. But how are uh how are your practicums going with uh Nux Army and uh, BCHL uh kind of stuff? How's uh how's that going for you go? How's that going for you boys?
2: It's going good, man. I mean, I think, uh, you know, getting the experience, uh it's, just, it's been nice. It's been like a week and a bit. So I think just dipping my toes into some of the work that I can get into. after He's nice and have really nice people help me out along the way. So it's been good. I've been
0: doing a lot of the same stuff I do for the uh, Nation Network, a lot of writing, you know, about hockey. and But I've been able to do some interviews, players and coaches, got a little experience doing that. It's fun actually having, you know, something not just opinion to write about some actual like facts and stuff rather than just you know throwing it out there
1: so do you are you just working from home scott like is that what your kind of thing is and you just kind of yeah book interviews yeah there's There's an office i
0: can go in if i want but most of it i can just do from home so it's good fucking rights
1: boys fucking rights well we're uh we're just over a week and a bit into playoff action and uh the episode last week came out on monday so uh And I don't have time to record two episodes a week. So we got a lot to talk about, boys. Many storylines. A lot of things are going to be outdated. But since it's such a packed episode, we're going to get going right away. And we're going to probably start with the biggest and most complicated series to put a finger on right now, if I may say. In my humble opinion, Toronto Maple Leafs and Tampa Bay Lightning. This has got to be probably the most complicated series to judge going into any game uh, Tampa opened it up game one with a whopping seven three win, but then Toronto countered, put played the old Uno reverse card and won seven two in game two, and then it's been nothing but overtime games with Tampa choking the leads and everything. Tampa outplaying them, but I want to hear your boys' opinion on how you guys uh think about this series so far, Scott. I'm gonna to go to you first as a Leafs blogger for the whole entire season. What have been your opinions on uh? Just generalized opinion on this uh, series so far.
0: Uh, Well, it's probably happened pretty much how I thought it would. This Leafs team is the best team they've had. Tampa isn't quite the same team. They've played a lot of hockey. I thought the Leafs would take it in six. Right now, it's looking like it'll be hard for them to, you know, lose another game in this. That comeback was incredible. Good teams don't do things like that. I don't think they can beat Boston. But I would be shocked if they lost this. I know Montreal came back from them on three-one, but this this Leafs team—they're very very good hockey team. They have been all year long. I thought they would beat Tampa. They haven't yet, but they're just a really really good team. Everyone's everyone's chipping in. Top guys look amazing.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. For me, for me, I think it's kind of weird because Michael Bunting got suspended, and then the Leafs have just gone on a three-game heater. Like, with, with Matthew Nyes, I mean, I know it's they're hyping him up, but he's has looked pretty good in the playoffs for a guy that's a rookie. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I had the Leafs in seven. I mean, to have them win in five, if they do win it at Scotiabank on Thursday, would be huge, but they are the Leafs. So, you know, anything can really happen. I mean, they did do these two amazing comebacks. I didn't see them coming back in any of those games, except, especially yesterday. Like, 4-1 down with 10 minutes left. I was like, there's no chance. Matthews gets two quick ones and then Riley scores. I'm like, oh, there's no way. And then Kerfoot. They got a
0: recipe too. All their goals, four of them yesterday from point shots. Some seeing Yeah, eyes, all some point shots. Yeah. They're, the the, they're getting the
2: greasy goals. They're getting some greasy goals that they need to score in the playoffs. And yeah, Tampa just doesn't look the same. Uh, Vasilevsky looks off. He just doesn't look like he's been the well, guy. I mean, just what we said, though. Four of those yeah. goals,
0: man. Three of them are tippins. One of them's six guys in front of the net, and it goes through, and the other one's in Matthews friggin' cannon from the slot. It's like... True.
2: Yeah, but there, that, that tippin tipping too. That tip-in, too, for Matthews was unreal. Like, out of the air, just, like, so casually. Just made it so look impossible. so easy. It was ridiculous. And it's, it's like, not like it was, like, a... Oh,
1: it was not like it was a floater shot from the point too. Like it was a, per, it was a rocket from the point. And then like yeah. a deflection at the high slot, it's kind of hard to react. And it was like, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was tipped through a screen as well. So it's yeah. like Bassey had to like adapt to the change of direction as well as fight through a screen. So it's like, like Scott said, it's going to be hard for many goalies in the world, especially one of the best in the world to stop yeah. that. And yeah, I think
0: I, at the same time too, you know, Vasilevsky might be the guy that does stop those sometimes.
2: Exactly,
1: he doesn't yeah. have
0: to, and he shouldn't have to. But the goalies well, yeah. make those saves are the ones who are winning. You know, going on playoff rounds.
2: But the but the thing that's crazy to me is is the big guy I see who's really chipped in in this whole entire thing has been the deadline trade of fucking Ryan O'Reilly. Yeah. Like he is, he is putting in like some stop like some good work winning draws just like winning battles you know even on that goal i think it was the first goal he scored by achari yesterday he just like picked the puck up from kucherov made a play to the point then it was like a tip and goal from from achari and it's like that doesn't happen without o'reilly doing that hard work and like that's a big pickup they got at the deadline for sure that's helped them out Yeah, like what's he got like seven points four games not bad not bad
1: yeah, I mean, they call him the factor for a reason, right? He like, he shows up when it's most important. And yeah, he's won that cup in 2019, right? So it's just like, he brings so much to a group that's trying to get over the hump.
3: Yeah. And
1: there's just something about this Leafs team where it's like their goaltending isn't like amazing, but Samsonov has like played his best when it counts most. And that's in the dying minutes of the game in overtime. Obviously, game one sucked, but he, fought back in game two. And I was talking to my uncle who, um, big Leafs guy. And he's saying the Leafs look like shit and they've looked like shit this whole series. And I'm like, I would take looking like shit and being up two one against the bolts. Right. So if they're looking like shit and they're still winning the series, you take that because when they're pl- going to play their best and like, who knows what's going to happen. And then they come back from a four, one deficit. And it's like, it just seems like it's going to be so hard for them to lose this because they've done everything in their effort to like fuck this series up and like give it to Tampa but then they find a way to crawl back and claw out a win so now i just think it's going to be really hard for them to lose this series yeah but they just look deeper than ever and i just like i can't say i didn't believe in them i just wasn't expecting this to be honest
2: it's still not over though. It's really still not over. Like, yeah. like you can't count out, you cannot count out Tampa Bay, but it just looks really good for the Leafs right now. And the fact that Marner's playing the way he's playing, Matthews is contributing finally in the playoffs, like they should be doing, like they do in the regular season is huge. But I want to ask you, do you think Bunting's in for game five? I just had this conversation
0: in? with someone and it's it's a difficult one because yeah, it, it is
2: difficult. Obviously,
0: I don't won know three if you... in a row, and he's not the reason they lost that game. They no, were going to lose no. that game anyway. He, they he makes their team better, but do you want to like? It's such a tif, difficult call. Do you want to mess with you know what's been working? Yeah. Bringing Michael Bunting into the lineup isn't going to make them lose a hockey game. It's just not going to. I don't think you take Nyz out, but you take a different bottom six forward out. Yeah, that's not going to make them lose a hockey game. Maybe he's not quite ready. Maybe he hasn't played in a bit. I think I bring him in. I think he, I hate. Him. Michael Bunting is probably my least favorite player in the NHL, but he's an effective player. He doesn't – this is the one time that he's really ever hurt his team like that. He takes a few embellishment calls here or there or a couple, like he'll trade off with a dude and they'll both go out for a rough. But he's not a dirty player. He's not been suspended before. That's not like a risk you have to worry about. He makes the team better. Winning a closeout game is harder than just winning a regular game. Bring him in, make your team stronger.
1: Yeah, I want to ask you guys going back to the hit on Chernak – Do we think three games was too much? I mean, I think
2: that's perfect. I think
1: it's perfect. It it was. It was like it it wasn't. It wasn't the hardest like hit to the head, but he caught no part of Chernak's body other than the head, so it was a definition of a hit to the head. But it wasn't like cross ice, met Chernak in the tracks, like that kind of thing. It wasn't like hard impact, but it was like a definition of hit to the head. I thought three games was maybe a bit too much for a guy who doesn't have history of getting suspended. Playoffs, like, dude. Like, like that
0: the, that's three regular season games.
1: Yeah. I was thinking one or two, two in the two playoffs. at most.
0: I was thinking two games at one. most.
2: I thought I thought it was gonna be three just because I mean when I watched it, I was like, what is he doing? I mean, there was no I don't reason. think he
0: tried to hit him in the head though. He was just trying to play the ball. I mean if there's I intent for me there, For
2: me, it just looked it just looked like really bad it just looked like there was, was no need for him hit. to go it would just look like there was no need for him to go out of his way and make that contact that same just play like, happened just, between
0: those two already just like Chernak the way he did took, that Chernak took a two-minute penalty on him in that same game with the exact same hit but didn't hit the head it was the same thing Then both go into a loose puck turn hit him before they got there and he took a two-minute penalty because he didn't hit him in the head so that's all that's the main reason he was doing it mostly these playoffs are gonna be physical but also turn already got him with that same type of interference in the game is the exact same hit, except he caught the head. Three playoff games is an insane suspension. That's like 10 regular season games. For a team that hasn't been out of the first round in 19 years, missing half of a series, that's 100 regular season games. That's insane.
1: Yeah, I thought I thought two games was perfect. I thought three games was a bit too much, but I kind of understand it. I think it was just like a reckless play from Bunting. I understand like he was maybe trying to take the body, but it also looked like he like Chernak never really moved out of the way to put his head in the tracks where his body use was at one point. So yeah. I feel like bunting there, like I never really saw intent of going for the body. I only saw him like Chernak's position was kind of solidified and then he went up to the head. Yeah. And like, so I kind of saw like slight intent, but not a hundred. It was so weird to gauge. I think two games was good enough. I thought I was kind of surprised by three.
2: I mean, I thought he was going to get three. I, I was talking about it. It was some of the guys at Canucks Army. I was just like, I think he's going to get three, probably. I mean, two at least, at the very least. There's no way it was going to be one. It was yeah. either two or three. And they, they gave Even him his, the match. I, I think they did that to send him a message. Playoffs, I think they did that, though, to send a message to him to not be an
0: idiot. Well, he doesn't do shit like that though, ever anyway. Like well, he, he never gets suspended. He never takes fives. He he just does a bit of a stuff he and whines, a and, of a yeah, he whines and he winds and runs his mouth. That's his problem. It's not that he plays hockey dirty. Like yeah. he's more like he's more like Alex Burroughs than he is like a Matt Cook. Like, yeah, that's fair. He just does that little annoying. He's more like a Brad Marchand than a
3: He's Brad not hurting Brooks. anyone.
0: Oh, don't give him that type of credit. Bradmar <laughs> Marchand's incredible. Um but yeah, he never does dirty shit. He he just tries to play physical and he annoys everyone by running his mouth all game and doing dumb little shit. Like that's why everyone hates him. It's not because he's out like ruining careers and hurting guys and headshotting dudes.
3: Yeah,
1: that's that's fair. Um, one hit to another though. Um, Morgan Riley hit on point. It was more so of like a collision hockey play, unfortunate outcome for point. But then the brawl that ensued. Uh, Kucherov coming in off the top ropes and taking Riley out from behind and then Stamkos instigating a fight with Matthews. What were your boys uh, thoughts on that whole situation? I'm assuming you guys stand on the Riley hit of it being a lean, hockey play, just unfortunate outcome. But what were your thoughts on the whole situation? I mean, ranging from Riley's hit to Stamkos fighting I mean, Matthews all, for no reason. Yeah.
2: I'm just, I'm just glad points. Okay. First of all, because I mean, yeah. it did look, it did look scary. Like you went in there fast, so like glad he's all right, cause yeah, there wasn't there was no intent by Rally to do anything bad there. There was no no way. That was just two guys going in to get a puck in the corner, and they're going fast. And Point
1: lost his footing, I think. Yeah, and like it was it's just, just like... you
2: slip up, it happens. Uh, I loved it after. I love what ensued after. I mean, Kucherov not even hesitating to take Rally down. Matthews picking up sticks, and then Stamkos like, "Are you going to pick up sticks? Let's fight." Uh, it was just a, it was just a good all around like just playoff atmosphere just electric just 260 goal scorers going at it like yeah. who doesn't want to see two of the top guys in the NHL just not they weren't really throwing it that much i mean Stamkos was Matthews was kind of like dealing with the sticks and like trying to like get him off and it was kind of weird it wasn't like a true fight but yeah. it was nice to see it Matthews you know kind of show some emotion cuz he's not one to do that Yeah. and Stamkos i mean he was just sticking up for point cuz that's his guy so yeah it's, I liked, I love to see it. I love to see it. No one got hurt. It was a good time.
3: Yeah, Scotty. exactly. This is the
0: best part of the playoffs probably so far. And it's not even like, I mean, not even really seeing like Matthew showing emotion. All you did was, you know, defend, defend himself. himself. <laughs> yeah. he, didn't, he, didn't, he wasn't ready to go. Didn't want to go. And Stamples <laughs> no. made him. And if he didn't, he would have got, you know, he would have got fucked up if he didn't do anything. He had to. But, yeah, that's probably the most excited I've been watching any yeah, of this first round all year seeing those two go at it you love yeah. you love to see it like i know he's not captain but you don't ever see these like superstar on superstar fights very often yeah there's been there's been a few over the years the best one, uh vinnie cavier and jerome mcginla going at it oh the, yeah oh four cop is just that nothing will be that but this is this is similar to that stuff yeah
1: yeah i kind of like fell for matthews i was like Buddy's just like standing there talking to the ref and Stamkos just starts throwing sweater jabs at him and he's like bro I'm not even doing anything.
2: He's got like <laughs> three sticks in his hands yeah. he's like cleaning
3: up. Yeah Matthews,
1: Matthews took a few jabs he's like bro and then he just got pissed and started <laughs> retaliating he's like I'm not doing anything and yeah do you think like obviously they're gonna take off both for uh like five for fighting but like do you think realistically Matthews should have gone as well? Like no. he didn't insinuate anything.
2: I think like, Matthews like, gets a penalty, but I think Stamkos gets the extra two for instigating.
1: Like, yeah. Like I feel like Matthews didn't really do much. He was just kind of like defending himself. And I yeah. think Stamkos should have got like a two for instigating and like no five for fighting or some shit. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But it was. I was kind of baffled, but yeah. no, that, that was good. That was good
2: television. It was good television. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah.
1: great television, buddy. It was great. Another thing that should have been televised, but it was more so through Twitter, was Kyle Dubas almost coming off the top ropes onto Tampa Bay Lightning fans and, like, <laughs> arguing with them. Like, what are your boys' thoughts on uh, Dubas chirping uh, the Tampa Bay fans? I'm pretty sure that was after the Morgan Riley hit on, like, point or, like, that collision. I'm pretty sure that was after the fact. And what are your boys' thoughts on Dubas going at it with TV fans? I don't know.
0: Stay in your box, shut your mouth your GM. Don't think you should be out uh, there yelled at fans. I wouldn't like that look for my GM to be honest. Like you've never you've never even won a playoff series as a GM. Who are you to yell at these fans? You've done nothing yeah. so far in your career. It's like shut up.
2: Uh for me I was kind of like first of all like they're like really like the fans are really close. Like I didn't realize but that like, is a little
0: wild too. Like you're yeah.
2: like really close to the GM. Like they were like to like literally have a conversation which was kind of crazy. But uh yeah, I kind of agree with Scott in the terms of like you are the GM like you can maybe say one thing and stop talking but like he he kept talking and like kept saying stuff and it's like okay hey, like let the game speak for itself like just go back to you know watching the game and taking notes or whatever you do like you don't need to care that much about what these Tampa fans are saying like you you're 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 ahead of them you're you're on top of them like just relax like but like I am surprised that fans can be that close to a GM in the NHL, it's kind of odd.
1: Yeah, I was I was surprised. How cl- I didn't know they were that close to the GM, but I also like kind of depend on what were they saying to Dubis because I feel like fans started it first. And if like oh. fans are saying some fucked up shit to me and I'm the GM, I don't care what position I'm in. I'm going at him as well. Like I don't care. I thought it was fucking hilarious coming from Dubis, and I think it just brings all that more excitement to playoff hockey. And I was just, I would honestly in my opinion i'd be like if i was matthews or Moner, i'm like that's my fucking guy right there fuck those guys i don't care if i haven't won a series yet like that's my guy right there i i thought it was,
0: i thought it was fire but
2: well i mean i guess in the heat of the moment like yeah he, was, he must have been fired up yeah that's after i just think ride. that
0: in that position like how important your job you should be able to tune shit out and take this a little more seriously like I get your feeling though from Matthews or Marner or Leafs player. I I could maybe see it if I was in their shoes, then I might like that. Like, we're all in this together. You're standing up for us type thing. But yeah. Unless it was like a serious line, like racial shit or something like that, I think it's a lot cooler with no response. Just sit there, calm, quiet, let the scoreboard talk for you.
1: That's also fair. Uh, And also, like, if Dubas started it, then that guy's a fucking tool bag. But like, if if TB fans are going at him and like, maybe throwing a half-eaten hot dog at him or something, then I'm like, I'm going right back at TB. You're fans not that getting that here. on the
2: new suit, buddy. There's no yeah, chance. Exactly. But yeah, if, if Dubis did start that, then, then it's like a whole different story. It's like, yeah. buddy, what are you doing?
1: <laughs> and I watched the full video, and like, for a chirping match, Dubis didn't really keep it going for that long. He said like a few words like here and there, and he maybe kept it going for like 10 seconds, but then he kind of like stopped and maybe realized what he was doing. He's like, all right, this might get a bad look. I'm the GM of one of the biggest hockey teams in the fucking world, and I'm gonna get a lot of attention on this. Maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll stop in engaging with these fans. Um, but yeah, uh, how do you guys think Game Five will go? Um, it's I'm assuming it's gonna be played when this is uploaded on Wednesday night, but it's on in- Thursday, I think. It's
2: Thursday, it's Thursday night,
1: so want no, be Thursday? Thursday. Well, uh, well, how yeah. are you then? Um. NTO, Toronto taking both in Tampa. I'm very surprised by that. But um, I think they close it out in five. Um, I think it's just going to be similar to game three, where it's going to be back and forth, and it's going to be a one-goal game, I think. But I wouldn't be surprised if Tampa forces six.
2: But are you like, if you're the least fan, you're terrified going back to Tampa for game six. In there, I mean, I know you've won two there. You have won two in Tampa. Like, Tampa has a won at home, which is big. But you're terrified of not winning game five if you're a Toronto police fan. Like, yeah. like, you, like you want to get it done ASAP. Yeah. Like, there's no way. But I do think they get it done on game five in, in front of their home crowd. I think with the with the effort they've shown in the past two games, I think they're going to just come in with a bit of a mojo in their own home arena. They're able. They have, you know, all the pressure is really on Tampa for them to come back into the series, and they got some pressure too. But Tampa, like, it's do or die for them, right? It's not do or die for the Leafs, so they they're going to come in here, and I think they're going to. I think they'll win five three. I'll say five three.
0: Yeah, I thought that before too, but I changed my stance just because, you know, none of these guys have ever really won a series. A couple of them have, I guess, and O'Reilly, whatnot. But this Leafs team's never won. They say those closeout games are the hardest ones. Tampa played them for forty minutes, and even fifty minutes, maybe in game uh, game four. So with the experience in Tampa, they've been in elimination games before. They know what they know what it's about. I think they can pull it out. I hope they can pull it out. They're not too banged up, but this Leafs team looks good. I still think they have the series, even having to take game six in Tampa and then, you know, go back to a game seven. But yeah, I think Tampa can hold on for one more.
2: So you think that's it'd right. be in six? Yeah. So Toronto winning it in Tampa. Yeah. Damn.
0: They've already won there twice, like you just said. No, you're right. You're right.
1: No, it's, that's a really good point with like Tampa, like haven't outplayed them. But it's just like you guys have shown nothing to be able to fucking close out a game yet. Oh, look at that. Daisy, who do you think's winning? How's it going, Daisy? Give your opinion. What's your opinion on Dubas tripping the TV fans?
0: Nothing. That's fair.
2: Daisy doesn't like the Leafs. Daisy hates the Leafs. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, she does. Sharks fan.
2: <laughs> I love that. I love that.
1: Oh, Evander Kane scored one nothing Edmonton. Um, no, yeah, I think I think it's gonna be. Oh,
0: nice.
1: I think it's gonna be. Uh, uh, the Dryshells. Islanders,
0: Islanders held on too.
1: Oh, did they? Open rights. Um. Yeah. I think. I think. To yeah. closes it out. Uh. I think it's gonna be a four three game, and Matthews gets two, and he gets on the board early. I think. I think he gets the home crowd buzzing early, but then I think Kucherov is also gonna have a Kuch game as well. But Vasi needs to play Vasi. Like he needs to. He needs to play up to his potential because right now it's he's had it's been tough sledding for him.
2: It's and been tough. For it's, him. it's been a little tough. It's been a lot of goals for him giving up, but I mean, he. I like how. I like how he. Did you hear he like Cooper was going to pull him in the second period of what I think is game two, maybe? And he said, No. He's like, I'm not getting pulled. Like, I'm staying in this. Like, he's like, Fair enough. Like, you're not going to yeah. say no to that guy. I like, let him play. He, he, he's the main guy. He is yeah. the main, the best goalie, I think. So, yeah. I mean, you got to let him in if he wants to stay in, but it's tough. He has let in a lot of goals. But so like right, the goals haven't been good. Been good goals.
1: Yeah. It's some of them are like not his fault. So, we can't really fault him. Well, um, since we mentioned uh Evander Kane putting Edmonton on the board early here in Game Five, uh, we're gonna go to the Edmonton LA series. We're gonna fast forward there a little bit later in the episode, but since they're playing right now, it only fits that we talk about them. Um, back and forth series as they come, I think Edmonton's been the far better team for like majority of the series, but Edmonton's shown or not uh, LA shown that they're like just as good, and there's a reason why they're given Edmonton this much, but there's just been so much like inconsistent refing. There's just been a ton of different storylines here. side will go in God mode right now.
2: Yeah. But interesting, but, interesting.
1: but LA's depth is really coming through um in this series. Uh Emil, what have been your uh, thoughts on this series and has it gone the way you've expected it?
2: Uh I wouldn't say it's gone the way I expected it. Um, but that's kind of lies because i do have edmonton winning in seven so it's looking like it probably if there's a series that's going to seven it's probably going to be this one um but um i just think like mcdavid surprises me a bit because he hasn't been producing as much as i think i envisioned him producing with the season that he had but dry man oh my god he's been on the ice for what I think 14, every single goal that the Oilers have scored, he's been on the ice for, which yeah. is just a ridiculous stat, especially in the playoffs. So um, I think it's just ridiculous what they're doing, but LA is really showing that they got deft and they got defenders. Um, I think it's it's pretty amazing how they've kind of halted McDavid's, I mean, a little bit of his scoring uh, just for a cup for a little bit, but I mean, their goaltender, Corpus Allo is pretty good. He's doing pretty good. I think the goaltender for Edmonton, Stuart Skinner, hasn't been pulling his weight, but I think he's starting today, right? Yeah. He started today. Uh, I think Campbell came in clutch last game, but um yeah, I just think dry like right now is just on a heater and it's unreal. I think I gotta give more respect to Philip though, of the LA Kings. That guy oh. is an absolute unreal shutdown center. Um He's he's just real he's unreal. Like he he makes the right play almost every single time he's on the ice and it's it's pretty remarkable cuz I took him for granted when he played for the Montreal Canadiens yeah.
1: so Well like McKinnon in an interview said like out of all the players he's played the hardest player to play against was Philip Deneau just because of how much he clamps down on you when he cuz he's a two-way center, right? He's one yeah. of the more underrated players in the league. 100% and his job typically from the head coach, whether it's Todd McClellan or um, whoever was fucking Montreal's coach before St. Louis, I'm having a brain fart here. But, um, oh, fuck, I forgot too. I'm surely they were just like, hey, you see number 29 on Colorado, just shadow him and just be a prick. And he does that. And he also produces on offense and he comes in clutch. But Scotty, you walked away from there for a bit. I want to your thoughts on this uh, Edmonton
0: LA series? Uh, what have been your thoughts so far? I'm uh, mostly just surprised. I didn't think LA stood a chance in the series. Edmonton's so hot coming into the playoffs. Um, you know, you got great players like that. It's very rare you go this long without winning anything. And by winning anything, maybe even making a final, like not necessarily a cup. But we've seen, you know, Crosby won one so young. And there's been some issues with the teams they've constructed over the years. But I just I felt like this year, After their last couple months, I really thought it was at the West was Edmonton's. And now, you know, I still think they get out of this series, but I'm not as convinced as I was. I just didn't think LA had it. I know they have some good players. I just, I don't think they're on Edmonton's level, but they've proven me wrong so far. It's not like Edmonton's all over them and they got a goalie saving them or anything. Like it's been a competitive series. We do need more production from McDavid if we want them to win. I don't want them to win. I don't like Edmonton, but if I want to be right, they're going to win. I have them winning the cup in my bracket and this just you know could be the test they needed to really get them going if you walk through it all sometimes that's not the best route to winning it all i think that you know dry settle mcdavid can give you four points a game and even if their team isn't perfect that can be enough to win a lot of hockey games and go on a run.
1: yo emil you know that guy that we were just talking about number two nine on edmonton you just scored scored again buddy Making a two-nothing Edmonton right now. Yeah, this guy, this guy, this guy's con smythe
0: odds were stupid. I didn't put a bet down. They were like fucking plus four thousand or something. Like Sebastian Aho had better con smythe odds than him. Yeah, I,
2: I don't he- sense. What is he's, that was he on the ice when Evander Kane scored too? Like, probably he's been he, on the ice for every single goal the Edmonton Oilers have scored this series. Like, that's that's a ridiculous stat. Like, that is yeah. insane if that's true. I know, I, I know
0: he plays with Kane on even yeah. strength. Uh, and I don't know if he was on the ice for that one. Well, but still, like, he's on the check. ice for 15 no, out he, of he probably 16. Wasn't. It looks like the first one was a PP2 goal because Nurse so, and Ekholm were out there in his power play.
2: So, but he's been okay. on for 15 out of 16 of them, then that's still insane. Like, it's yeah. still, yeah, he's less. dumb. But
1: the thing with Edmonton Good points for
0: Ekholm tonight so far, too. That's a massive addition. He's been huge. better than anyone could have expected. Yeah, yeah. and I
1: agree. The, like Edmonton's defense was always labeled as like pretty suspect. And I think just that Ekholm addition just like brings it up enough to like make it really solid. Where, yeah, occasionally fuck ups from a guy who I have on my list here, Vincent Harney, probably the biggest. I thought Tyler Myers was the liability. Fucking Deharnay <laughs> on Edmonton is the one of the biggest liabilities ever That's why they dressed
2: 7-D, man. What yeah. the hell is that about? And,
1: and in game four, if I'm not mistaken, he didn't play for like 33 minutes. I swear <laughs> he didn't play for like half of the third period. Yeah. And for good reason. I saw this guy lugging it up on a breakout. He had three open guys in the neutral zone, turned it over, and LA scored after that. I'm like, yo, this guy sucks ass. <laughs> yeah. And then I found out he got benched, and I'm like, deservingly so. So yeah. I think if like... Edmonton, I feel watching them, it's not necessarily that they've been dominant, but I've just noticed that they've just been the better team. And LA's just capitalized on Edmonton's fuck ups, where like Edmonton's carried the momentum throughout every single game and Corpus Allos just made the big saves. And then like it's fuck ups from like De Harnay, undisciplined penalties, and then LA scoring on the power play, and then Skinner just like letting in some absolute muffins that just like absolutely bring the morale down so I yeah. just think if Edmonton just even if they just clean up the penalties that have been called and mind you one of the points I have is like the refing has been dog shit in the series whether you're an oils fan or LA fan
2: I'm sorry but what was that what was that call on Fiala on dry settle? I mean I know it one kind of, the of the worst calls of, in the playoffs but, but, man but I was really confused as to what that was like I was like it's a trip but like it looks like he completely just like Hits dry settle in the just middle. He stands of the him up. Like it, he just stands yeah. him up. And like it wasn't even like it was a hard hit. Like dry settle just kind of like fumbled down. Like it didn't look dirty at all. I was like, "That's a." Penalty the officiating has been,
0: it? you know, as it always is, super questionable. this playoffs no, once was, again.
2: Yeah. When I saw that, I was like, "These guys want this game to go to OT." You're putting the best power play. They're ever. calling
0: a lot more stuff than they normally do in the playoffs yeah, too, agree, which, yeah. which and, is, I mean, it's good. A lot of people complain about that. It's like, you know, you should have referee the game the same always. Hockey's hockey, hockey shouldn't matter if it's postseason or not, but they're still letting a ton of like chippy cross checks go. And then they call the one when they want to call it. Like there'll be 10 cross checks uncalled, Then they call one. And it's like, you either can't call it or you call it. Like You you can't just choose when it's a penalty and when it's not.
2: I think that's, I think dry Saddle was talking about it too, after he's like, they don't know the line of like where the consistency is, where it's like, you can get it. Like you just said, you can get away with one thing. And then you do that in the third period with three minutes left. And now they're calling that a penalty. And in, in crunch time, you're like, what, what are you doing? Like, like, this has been going on all game. It's weird. It, it's suspect. And it, it's not good. It's just not good. I mean, at least that sent Edmonton overt- overtime. They score on the power play, whatever. But, like, still, that's not a penalty, even in the regular season. That field under, I saw, is not a penalty at all.
1: Yeah, it's just it's hasn't been great. There's that Arvidson embellishment in the middle of the oh, Kings scored?
2: Who scored for the Kings?
1: Uh, I have follow. Um I have follow Evan Bouchard, and Oiler's defenseman, turned it over again. Well he's he then, I mean he I mean dude, he's, he's been, been great. Really good, though. No
3: he's,
1: I'm just saying, like a he has a lot a, of points like, for the
3: defenseman
2: right now. Like
1: an Edmonton turnover and then LA capitalized on the turnover. It's just a matter of like if Oilers just gotta clean up these simple mistakes, yeah. and then I think they, I think they kind of run away with this. They just got to clean up their act a bit. And, um, yeah, I just, the refing needs to be changed across the entirety of the playoffs. I just find the majority of the shit calls have come in this series. Yeah. Um, but one thing I want to touch on, uh, Villardi high stick, was it a high sticking in, in uh, in overtime where uh, Trevor Moore scored in game three, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, what are your boys' thoughts on it not getting called back? Was it truly inconclusive evidence? Where, uh, how do you guys feel about that?
0: I thought it was hard to see, and you have yeah, to okay. you have to go with what you saw on the ice. So we, a lot of times when you slow these things down, in a lot of plays, other than like stuff just crossing a line, which I guess you could say this is because it's weather talk. It's like when it's super slowed down, it takes away from what the play actually looked like live. Not maybe maybe not this type of play. Maybe that's more with like hits you can, but. It's just too hard to see, and you have to trust what they saw on the ice. I couldn't tell, really, when I saw it. Um, but yeah,
3: yeah, for me, I think, them, I th- I think they made the right trusted. call.
2: I think they made the right call because I don't think through the – at least through the replays that I saw when I was watching the game, I don't think there was any, enough evidence for me to be like, okay, yeah, that definitely hit a stick. That's a high stick. Um, I think, you know, you got to go – it's true. Like, if, if it was called a goal on the ice and they have no evidence to – you know, overturn that, keep it the way it is. And that's the what they did. I think it was fine. I think I, I have no problem with that at all.
1: Yeah, it was really hard to tell. Uh, I thought it touched the blade, but again, it's not a, I don't have like a solid opinion on it because it is kind of like a gray area. But I think I saw, I, I feel like I saw the blade move a bit and I feel like it only moves like that if the puck hits it. Um. So I think like I would have been, I would have understood If they called it back, and I'm a little biased because I want Edmonton to win, and I was really pissed off when they lost that game, but I think it was a high stick, but I understand him not calling it because it was kind of gray area, and also Brett Kulak scored, so it's 3-1 Edmonton now, but... Um, oh
2: my god, I'm missing a first period and a half right now. Oh, Far I
1: know. Period. I keep turning <laughs> over my left going. shoulder and the team's celebrating, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, I, mean, <laughs> I haven't Kulak,
2: seen he, he, Kulak actually had a really good game last game. Yeah. I was watching him last game, he had a really solid yeah. game. I was flying,
1: yeah. Um, backdoor feed from the cloud and just wide open, nice. wide open net.
2: No, but right. but this is this is sorry, I just want to say this is one thing I feel like Edmonton has been missing too because. I mean, they got Dreisaitl scoring, but like the the depth scoring has hasn't been that great in the playoffs. Like Hyman did score a huge goal, finally scored for yeah. the overtime winner because he hadn't Massive. scored all the series. That was a huge goal for him. But like even Kane wasn't producing that much. It was like an empty netter. All he scored. Now he scores today. Then he got Dreisaitl, who's doing his thing, and then he got Kulak. So it's good that they they're getting more you know um, production from other guys because it can't just be McDavid and Dreisaitl. Like they're, that's yeah. not going to win the cup
1: yeah, and I, I think the moment that might change Edmonton's momentum in this playoffs with that one save from Campbell against Arvidson on the breakaway, if yeah. he doesn't stop that with five minutes left in the third tie game, whole different thing. But Campbell making that massive save, I think changed the gears in Edmonton. And I think that's going to be a huge momentum swing. Yeah. and I brought I, I heard a good point from the Chicklets guys and saying, like, I they understand starting Skinner because it's a whole different game and giving Campbell to prep and like starting the game. And like he might let in a few bad goals, but him coming in in relief, not having to think about it, that's when he stands on his head. So yeah. go to Skinner, he's been your guy all year. He got you, he was your goalie during the hot streak going into playoffs. I understand starting him because despite some of the bad goals he's let in. He was still your guy. So you kind of yeah. have to show that you still trust him. And I think Campbell's like experienced enough to kind of understand his position on the team now.
2: Well, I think Campbell's just yeah. happy that he, he I mean, he he essentially won them that game, like you're just saying. So yeah. he'll take that W. That's a huge W. That's instead of going three one down, now you're tied two two and you let Skinner take over next game. I think that's the power of a goaltender duo, that's the way, the, the way theirs has been. I mean, I mean, Campbell's not going to be like, I want to go in that now. Like you haven't been there all year, buddy, but you, you clutch, you clutched up when you could. Skinner's yeah. going to take the pipes and, and he's doing all right. One goal, one period. Not bad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You got to stick with Skinner, man. He's yeah. been their guy. Campbell again, he's won just as many series as Skinner has in his career. So like stick with him.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, how do you boys think this series
0: finishes off? Actually, <laughs> without going today, I got Edmonton in six. Like,
2: I actually, yeah, like, I said Edmonton in seven I had. I actually had them in six. I do. Yeah. I did have them in six. I I, I had them in
0: five at the start of the series. I thought they were going to, I thought they might even sweep. I didn't have the balls to put it on that, but.
2: I had know, no sweeps in them. mine. I had
0: Same no sweep. I had you sweeping.
2: You know what's weird? Um. L, uh, having
0: having game. no sweeps is, is, is a terrible way to go. No balls at all. You got You got to be willing to push for it. The no right? Though. Who's right
1: and who's it doesn't wrong? Doesn't matter. Spotty. That's just
0: that's it's so much. It's less did likely. You think, for did you think two New York, the sweep. Rangers, were going to sweep that's the Devils? That's making a ballsy bet and going for it. No, I had Rangers in. I don't know six maybe.
2: I think I, I have Rangers in seven. But um, um, I only put next Boston. I wanted to
0: put Edmonton, but and you don't want to sweep as a fan either. It's better hockey, more hockey, better better series. But to bet on a sweep, takes the balls, and you guys we have no, no gumption out of you guys. <laughs> no gumption. I just have
1: belief in some other teams, but uh, yeah. one last point I want to uh, bring up is Doughty. It just seems like he's turned back the clock, and he just feels like the true veteran presence who's making a huge impact for this L.A. team, and I think he's been very underrated these playoffs. Um, so shout out to Doughty uh, turning the clock back, and... As for the series goes, I think I had Edmonton seven, and I think I'm just gonna stick with that. I believe it's gonna go seven. I think LA can cloud another win for sure. And yeah, I think it can just go any direction at this Doughty. that guy
2: Doughty's unreal. That's an yeah, unreal defense. He is been
0: the man.
2: He, he is he is such a he's a shutdown defenseman, offensive defense. He's everything you want to be, honestly. Yeah. And he's he's a, wa- he's a he walking like a soundbite apparently, too. Apparently he's funny as fuck. So yeah,
1: he's a walking soundbite. Put a hot mic on him and it's Entertainment, yeah, Yeah. he's a beauty. Um, Speaking of New York, New Jersey, we'll go to that one the Battle of the Hudson here. Um, unfortunately, one of of the series I haven't necessarily paid as much attention to as I wanted to, I just haven't been able to watch their games because it's been on the same time as like other series. But not one home playoff win, um, which is absolutely wild to see. Um, I thought New Jersey would at least get one. And when I saw the Rangers win both in New Jersey, I thought a sweep was honestly like on the table because I didn't think they'd lose a game at MSG. But they ended up losing both. Um, it's been absolutely wild. Kreider makes history scoring the most goals in New York wild. Rangers playoff history, which is
0: absolutely wild. Stuff. Something I was n- not expecting. Has he, was he there for that cup? Probably. So he's been on one cup run with the team. He leads a original six team. In playoff goals, they've been to one final, never won shit. That's insane. It's
1: crazy. Um, Jack Hughes, it looks like he's coming into his own and LA fucking Adrian Kempe makes it three-two. Um, this is a wild game, and we're just sitting yeah. in this for
2: dude, us? dude. This game's five goals in the first period. Yeah. This is sure, nuts. we
1: put this recording on pause real quick? Yeah, uh,
2: <laughs> that's unreal. Kempe, that guy's been playing dirty too. That guy's
0: good. Yeah,
1: no, hundred percent. But um, Scott, your thoughts on New Jersey, New York.
0: Well, like you, I haven't paid a ton of attention to it. I've been watching it here and there. I'm a pretty salty fan, so you know I'm a little bit cheesed. my team's not in it, so I haven't dialed in as much. I've been really into uh Toronto, Tampa, but yeah, this has the makings to be an incredible series you know you you got the geographic rival division rival, two young teams, lots of star power, both sides. I thought the Rangers would take it, and like you said, after taking the first two. Especially the Devils being a young team with like questionable goaltending at best. It's like, how are they going to take these on the road? But they came back, they did it. Um, like it's been getting pretty feisty. We saw a couple of former sharks going at it, Barkley Goodrow, team of Meyer were both getting into it. Love Those it. These guy's played a lot of hockey together. And yeah, uh, overall, just happy it's a good series because these two teams could be going at it for a lot of years and there's a lot of young talent on both sides. Hoping the Rangers can pull it out though.
3: Yeah,
1: I think I had Rangers in six or seven, so it's kind of on track to be that. They're so much
0: deeper. They have better goaltending. Yeah, they have more playoff experience. It's. I know the Devils were a better team in the regular season, but everything says Rangers should win this. Yeah, I agree.
2: I just don't know. I just don't know how the Rangers go from scoring ten goals in two games away, and then they only score two goals at MSG. I have no idea how they did that. The Schmidt guy.
1: the Schmidt guy coming in making thirty-five off. saves, unbelievable.
2: Yeah. yeah, it was nuts. It's like I, I thought I, I think did not. He might expect- be a player,
0: man. He could be a guy going forward.
2: Yeah, he could. But like Jesus, I did not like, especially with the experience though in the playoffs. This guy just comes in and just starts fucking, you know, saving everything from guys like Kane, Panarin, you know, Zabana. Like the the Rangers, I had them winning this in seven. But I thought after the first two games, I was like, they're gonna. This is over. Like New Jersey yeah. has no experience. They're, they're done. I thought I wanted to go Jack, longer
1: than five after yeah. the first two games. No,
2: literally. I like maybe it will squeak one at MSG, but like that's it. Like, not two. Yeah. And then Jack Hughes, Jack Hughes is a stud, man. This yeah. guy, you see the way he stared down MSG after he scored that breakaway goal yesterday. Yeah. Oh my god.
1: Do you, uh, you see his you see his post game interview as well? They asked him about like how he's feeling. I am pretty sure it was after game two, and he was like, yeah. Well, I mean, we, he's like, We just got whacked too straight. The last thing I want to be doing is talking to you guys. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah. the guy the guy's got confidence for yeah. sure i mean i mean the thing is it, it translates to the ice like if it didn't yeah. translate to the ice it'd be a little bit embarrassing but the guy's a player the guy's an absolute oh, player yeah. and he's showing up big time like being 2-0 down against new york the rangers and now you're 2-2 you're going back home that's big you got you got best of three and you got home ice advantage so i, I did have the rangers in this but no i mean you're, you're a home team in the series you're not really a home team like no you haven't won at home yet so yeah it's it's an interesting series, but I still got Rangers in seven.
1: Yeah, I'm uh, I'm hopping on that wing with you, uh, Tracy. I think the way New Jersey's climbed back, I think this is a brand new series, 100%. And I do think it's going seven. And I just think it'll be eight. a home team might not win a playoff game this year. No, it's I, crazy. Literally, that's the it's, way it's going to go. That's the way it's going to go. It's fucking crazy. Uh, Patty Kane is also back. Uh, Oh, yeah. Playoff Kane is back. That talk he had in game two, nasty. Yeah,
3: uh,
2: forehand backhand. Disgusting. Yeah,
1: forehand backhand, right. and he actually played defense and caused a turnover. <laughs> Insane. You love yeah. to see it. Yeah, buddy. Any uh, any last words on the series before we
0: move on? Uh, the big question is: Are we going to see Luke Hughes in it?
1: That's what I was going yeah. to. I had something on my head, but I play the kid. Why not see what see how he does? He looked electric when the few games he the played Rangers had of OT winner no. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Beautiful. in the regular season.
0: His first career yeah. goal, Jack Hughes from – or Luke Hughes from Jack Hughes, first career goal, O.C. winner. Keep the change. Um, soon to be Luke Hughes from Jack Hughes and Quinn Hughes after he gets out of that dumpster fire uh, Vancouver is. No, but, I, uh, I, I mean, I the guy I think that would you, come but... out of the lineup for him was Kevin Ball, who – he was a stud for the World Juniors a couple of years ago, and he's still young and has a lot to – you know, has a lot of potential himself, I and mean, he's a big boy. He's like 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, so they might want more of that physical, steady presence that mm-hmm. – I know Luke Hughes can play D2, but he might be a little bit more high risk, high reward than a Kevin Ball. Um, And now two straight wins for the Ranger or for the Devils. It's like, you don't want to mess with that now. No, no. Yeah. But I'd love to see him get in there. Why not?
3: Yeah.
1: No, 100%. I agree. Um, How do you, uh, did you give your opinion on uh, how you see it finishing off? Do you are you sticking with six or seven games or uh I
0: stick with what I got? If my if my bracket picks are alive, I'm sticking with them. We got Rangers in six.
3: Respect. Rangers
0: Respect.
2: in six. So you so you have yeah. them winning at MSG, winning it all at MSG? I, I guess so. They
1: can't I guess so, yeah. They can't lose all games at MSG. I feel like they have to win one. <laughs> Bro, so I, how
2: do you how do you go into MSG? Nobody's even at not those win games one right
0: game. Now. Everyone's everyone's watching the Knicks. Nobody cares about this team right now. That's you don't fair. think
2: so? You don't think anyone cares?
0: No, of course people do, but I mean the Knicks are good in New York <laughs> for the first time in friggin' 25 years. Dude, you see New York, this you see Knicks
2: fans? They're so funny, man.
3: They're such so, I mean, They're I'm on the so street dumb. just
2: hooping. It's so funny. It's
1: insane. Um yeah. they love it. All right. So I, I want to go to this. The main storyline of these players, or so the very first storyline of the playoffs, came from this series. Um, Minnesota, Dallas, um, series tied 2 2 alternating wins um questionable in from this series as well but a huge storyline um the Dumba hit on Pavelski um Ooh. it brought a lot of attention it was a massive hit one of the biggest hits I've ever seen and a lot on un- very unfortunate outcome to a legend like Pavelski he went off wobbly needed some assistance but seemed like most of the damage came from his head Hitting the ice and not from the hit itself. Um, they called it a major, called it back. I think they just called it like an interference penalty or something. They changed it to a minor, if I'm not mistaken. No discipline, no suspension or fine or anything going to Dumba. How do you guys um, feel about that decision made from uh, NHL player safety?
0: Perfect. You couldn't call it better. Listen, I'm a massive Joe Pavelski fan, always have been. I'm also a fan of hard physical hockey more than anything. And hockey fans who don't like that hit, I hate. It, honestly. Listen, it was a tad late, a tad, yeah. a little tad. And this is what I talked about earlier in the pod when I was saying, when you slow this shit down and try to figure out what happened on a play like that, you fuck the whole thing up. Yeah. It seems like there's 20 seconds between when the puck left his stick and when he gets hit. It seems like you can look at the player's eyes and see like intent to like injure in them. That play is still moving so fast, dude. And when you see it live action, the puck is barely gone. Pavelski got caught watching his pass, and that's a place where you don't normally get hit. Okay. In the regular season, Matt Dumba doesn't throw that hit because he takes himself out of the play. He should be at that net. It's not the smartest hit to make. But this is playoff hockey, and you yeah. got to be ready for I'll that the tone. And exactly, Dumbas want to set the tone for his team. So yeah, it's a tad late. You give him two minutes. He. Did a good job at staying down. There wasn't head contact. Pavelski's head smoked the fucking ice. Like, that's a tough, unfortunate outcome for hockey being a physical sport. And if you don't want that hit in hockey, like, I don't want you to be a hockey fan at all. And this is from a guy who's watched, you know, Joe Pavelski play a thousand games. It's one of my favorite players of all time. There's nothing wrong with that hit. It's a tad late. This is the playoffs. You can't be watching your pass.
1: Yeah. The only thing is, like, he came off his check to make the hit. So like, which is why, yeah, yeah, you don't expect it. It's not necessarily yeah, a, it's exactly. not a smart hockey
0: play for Dumba, yeah. but you it's the playoffs, man. You got to be ready for it.
1: Yeah. And it's not like, cause like, I guess like, yeah, regular season, the playoffs, like Joe Pavelski probably wasn't expecting it. Like if he's going like cross ice and like makes a pass and continues to skate up and like, maybe you expect to get absolutely hit, but like he already has a guy on him and he's angling him off. Pavelski isn't necessarily expecting that. It's a tad late. Absolutely. It was handled beautifully by yeah. the officials and the NHL. And I general. love the rule too, the and five
0: minute rule. It scares you every time when you go, what, five? Yeah. But they have to be able to review it. Yeah. And it, was the, it was the same rule change they made for the Pavelski hit last time, but they trick you every time. Like they gave Riley the five on the point thing and everyone's yeah. like, what the fuck? This isn't yeah. five. It's like, yeah. oh, we all know it's not five, but let's give us a chance to review it. Yeah. Yeah, it is exactly. Rule. But yeah,
2: I, I think it was fine. I think Pavelski just, he got the worst of it on the ice. That's essentially what happened. Dumba just threw his weight around got a penalty and Pavelski, you know, paid the price. Sad to see though. Cause I don't know how long he's going to be over. Of course, and I wonder yeah. if he's
0: coming back. And like, yeah, the biggest takes- thing about that is, is the team has to, um, whatever, they have to deal with that. Yeah, you could say that's against the, uh, whatever the code hockey or whatever, that's not a hit that you make, you know,
2: mm, that was a fine. I, I mean, that's, that's just a big time. Just hit. the way the play
0: is like Jevin yeah. saying, he's coming off the check. Like that was the same way when, uh, Cassian and Kachuk got into it a couple years ago yeah. where it came off the wall and came down way and laid him out and everyone was like, well, you never make that hit there because it's a dumb hockey play. You're giving up your position and you're getting out of your position. Well, that's, it's the playoffs, man. Be ready for it.
3: Yeah, he's right.
0: smart enough. He's played enough games. He had a lapse of judgment and it cost him, man.
1: And it seems like people are so fucking dumb to not know how physics works because whenever you hit someone, you leave your feet. Whenever someone... Oh, In he doesn't leave made- his feet
0: until after the contact on
1: that. Right? Oh, that's exactly the point I'm getting to. But people yeah. always assume it's like, yo, he left his feet to make the hit. It's like, no, he was on his feet when it's he made It's just like the when the your arm his comes up
0: after a yeah. shoulder. It doesn't mean it's an elbow.
1: Yeah, it's. It, I thought it was a
0: no, great he hit didn't by head, Dumba. People are saying he left his feet, it was head contact, and it was blindsided. They're like, fucking
1: idiots. None of those things. Yeah, they're fucking like, idiots. It was a great yeah. hit by Dumba. At first, you're like, holy shit, that's a big hit. Like, What's this, this going to be? But when you actually watch the replay, it's like nothing was wrong with the hit. It was perfect. And yeah, I just think it was, it was handled t- perfectly. T- Tadly. Yeah. Just a little tiny. No, back. yeah. 100%. But um, another storyline Gustafson absolutely stood on his head in game one, made 51 saves, had like a 950 save percentage. But then Sweet. they decided to go with Flurry in game two, who led in seven goals on 25 shots. Do you think? it was absolutely crazy to go with Flurry in game two after Gustafson's performance, or do you still ride with the tandem that you've been rolling with during the regular season?
2: I think that's crazy. I think that's absolutely absolutely
0: crazy. insane.
2: Yeah. I think that's absolutely, I think Gustafson, I mean, Fleury. Yeah. He's, he, he's done it before. He's been there. He's got the experience. And Fleury's like just a legend. But like right out. Gustafson did the it fit.
0: yesterday.
2: Yeah, no, exactly. It's like like he's got the one-day rest. It's not like it's a back-to-back in a regular season. Like let this guy roll on this heater. Yeah. like
0: I think it's a fireable offense. Fire the coach for that decision alone. What kind of other dumb shit is this idiot going to do down the line?
1: It's insane.
0: Holy totally set the freaking franchise record for saves against yeah. an incredible offensive team and you don't play him, fire it's him. Like, honestly, fire him for that. Yeah. I wouldn't trust him with anything after that decision.
1: Because that like completely turned, like Dallas put a seven spot on them, and now it's like a whole new series in Dallas's momentum. Now what does that do
0: for Fleury? You're putting him in the worst spot ever. Either he yeah. makes 51 saves, or he's a loser. Like, even if they yeah. won that game 5-4 and he played pretty good, fans aren't going to be happy with him.
1: Yeah. And what about Gustafson? It's like, dude, I just made 51 saves for yeah, you. You're not else do you playing want to me. Do. It's yeah, like, it how no can sense. I how can I get this starting spot, man? Like, I've been grinding over here. He kept but Minnesota you th- in that game.
2: But do you think there's a way that Flurry could have been like, I don't oh, want to go geez. in, I like, let this fucking kid ride it out? Like, like even he should have maybe known, but like, I don't know if I want to go in. Like, this kid just fucking played his heart out last game. I saved think for sure dude. he
0: knew it was stupid, but... Any any competitor is gonna want to go in. I understand
2: that. I understand that, but like fuck. Like
0: how about the Trey Young just hit a freaking game winning three pointer to beat the Celtics?
2: No way. I thought that game was over. I thought I was what?
0: They all scored him by 12 in the fourth. Trey Young put up 38 and he had a game winning three to win by two.
2: Like buzzer beater?
0: Yeah. I didn't see I didn't see it. It's three-two Boston now, but I just I just I just got an update for it. I said game winning three. There might have been time left.
1: That's crazy. But yeah, I think it's crazy that Flurry got this nod in game two. Gustafsson comes back in game three and only allows one goal and solidifies the win for Minnesota. So oh, I pick think it from the logo. Yeah, from then on you got ride Gustafsson. Oh yeah. Um but uh one thing, uh, another thing I want to touch on the Mark Felino, Marcus Felino penalties. Um stupid. Ridiculous. Um, what's that uh Dallas defenseman that he hit and they called interference when he still had the puck on a stick? Um I can't remember starts with an H. Starts with an H. ice in hawkenpaw that's who it was. Uh Felino hits hawkenpaw who has the puck still, and it gets called an interference penalty. And then he takes another penalty. Yeah. In any
0: sense. yeah, he in takes any another
1: way. penalty, but they call it on him, and then it draws. Dallas on the power play. This they score on both of them, and it was Dallas's game to lose. And it's just a joke about this refing that we've been seeing.
0: They got hosed more than any other team. And yeah, it's playing got kicked out, for a long
2: time. Kicked out of this game today. Did you see he got kicked out of the yeah, game? Yeah,
0: he did bad shit today, which almost like it, he's on, it he's on sucks tilt. For- He's it sucks tell. for what's happened because he's not a gen typically a dirty player, he's a hard-nosed guy, he's been around a long time, a respected yeah. veteran that plays physical. So that's how everyone's like, What the fuck? Why is he getting these can- penalties against him? And then he need facts a really bad today. I got five. And it's like, oh, maybe he is that type yeah. of Yeah, no, <laughs> I didn't think that was that thing. bad. I
2: did not think that was and that he bad. He wasn't great
0: today. It, f- no, it no, was no,
2: a is that a is that a game? Is that a game? Is he getting a suspended for that?
0: Might. I mean, based off your reaction, it makes me want to watch it again. But when I saw yeah, it, I for it. me,
2: for me, for me, it looks like he's just trying to go out and hit him, and he doesn't look like he's trying to like knee him at all. But I mean, think the, it's thing more the, rest, are, like, the thing a is the The thing is the rest. It? Yeah, I could kind of see that. But for me, it looks like he's trying to go through his through his shoulder and hit him and he's not using his leg at all, but his leg doesn't move. Felino's leg doesn't move. It looks like it looks like he's going to go But, but the way the NHL does it is it doesn't matter about the intent with the leg. It just matters what part of the leg of your leg hits the other guy's leg. They don't care about your intent going into the hit. So it could be a game suspension. I just think it's tough because for me, going, looking, looking back at it, Fox, is it Foxa Fox who got hit today, bro. He's yeah. like going up the ice. He's like kind of looking down and like Felino's coming back on his like into the zone. And he's like, I'm going to, hit you like you got your head down kind of like you're in a perfect spot and he kind of tries to avoid it gets his leg tough bounce yeah
3: it
1: was it was really weird because it- the Dallas player, it looks like he's skating up and then he kind of spins out of it. But it also looks like Felino stretches that leg out a little bit to try and make contact. The thing is, I and saw an, an angle where he's, it
2: looks like he's just diving in with the shoulder and it just like hits, he, he clips the guy's knee. It's tough. He got, he was out first shift of the game. He's out. It's a tough bounce for the guy, especially in Minnesota. I think they're in Minnesota or are they in Dallas? I think they're in Dallas. That game's over for nothing.
0: Yeah, they're in Dallas.
2: Yeah,
1: I'm watching this angle and, like, obviously we were talking about slow motion, but it gives me a better angle of, like... Foligno never really stretches out, but it looks like he leads with that knee. It's so hard to tell. I... I don't know. That's, that's a really great It article. is, it is tough. No it is tough.
2: But, I mean, the thing is, if the rules are the rules, and the rules are that if, if you hit pretty much your leg on another guy's leg, it doesn't matter the intent, you're pretty much going to get suspended for – not suspended, you're going to get a five in a game for, for kneeing, which is tough because, I mean, I know we just I, – I I know Marcus Foligno is a fucking – you know, he's kind of not a dirty guy, but he's said hard-nosed, tough guy. I know he's
0: not trying to hurt yeah. him at
2: all. There. I think he's just trying to finish his check and get his guys in the game. And it just did not pay off for him.
1: I I think I can understand the five in a game, but I don't think it's suspension worthy. Yeah,
2: I like, don't think so either.
1: Like, I don't think any of more hope discipline. Not. Um, and I honestly think of, cause like, like he's, uh, he never like stretches out his knee to like make knee on knee contact. He was just kind of following through and it just, unfortunate that well like well like when it's
2: going that fast like he he, in his mind you know he's just thinking i'm gonna try to hammer this guy through my shoulder damn i clipped his fucking knee you know what i mean you're done you're done as soon as that happens like you're getting you're out of the game but i guess you just got to be careful where you're leading in with your shoulders with your legs whatever i don't know it's all his, crazy quote, his quotes
1: after his bad penalties, though, he was just like, "Yeah, those two calls were absolutely bullshit." Like he just did not <laughs> hold back; it was unbelievable. But yeah, these refs need to get checked up and need, they need to be retrained because, like, these calls have been absolutely horrendous.
3: Yeah,
2: I mean, I don't think the that, board. Yeah, I don't think that call is going to change though. That meaning, that I think that's going to stay. It's just tough though, because I mean, that, that it, it's like it might take out some guys' urge to get physical in a way yeah you know I mean? especially open ice oh keep open your nice hits are kind of hard later. right especially if someone's moving out on knee ice.
0: guys man just don't knee guys it's not that hard to not knee and not elbow there's i know when what the you're play, saying when,
2: when the play goes that fast sometimes i guess it can be hard if a guy's trying to get around you and stuff and you're trying to lay the body the
0: check then you got to miss the check like that i i know what you're saying and i I don't think kneeing is one of those things that that fits what you're talking about i really don't think it's not it's that hard to not knee a
3: guy
1: how do we uh, how do we feel this uh, series plays out for the remainder? Um, Brock Faber has been massive for Minnesota, making a few game-saving moments here. Another rookie coming out of college um, this year, but Dallas up three-two now. How do we uh, how do we think this finishes out?
2: I uh, I think Dallas is probably gonna win it in in, in seven. Um, I had many winning though, but I think Dallas is just uh, just a stronger team, more offense. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Dallas in six, man. I don't, I, I don't think Minnesota had any business being in this one from the start. Yeah,
1: I, I yeah. think I, I think I got um, Dallas. Pavelski loss is
0: big, though. Yeah,
1: it is big. But Tyler, say again, he's kind of gonna, kind of living up. He's to stepping that. up. He's yeah. playing great this yeah. He's being there oh, in he's that front presence. Um, yeah, he's he's stepping up when he's needed to. Like after that Pavelski loss, he's kind of filling that void. Which is really nice. Um, which I think will kind of carry uh Dallas to an ultimate series win. But um we'll we'll move on. We'll move on. Um, probably uh let's get these uh snooze fest series out of the way. Uh Carolina, New York. Um hasn't necessarily been the most exciting series of uh of these playoffs, but um how have you boys uh felt about this one so far?
2: Feel bad for Carolina, man. They they're getting bit by so many injuries, man. It's terrible. Sebastian Ajo just ate ate a fucking puck today, too. Oh. He's back on the ice, but he ate a puck today. Like I was like, oh my god, like these guys just can't catch a break.
1: Yeah, it's they insane. Can't
2: catch a break, man. But they're still up three, two. I have them beating the Islanders. I think the Islanders, that's a surprising win, though, because they won that in Raleigh. I think. I think they won that in Carolina. But yeah, I got I got Carolina in six. They're gonna win the next game. And uh yeah.
0: Yeah, I think this is one of the most boring series, even though it had like the most potential, really, because like they might be the two most evenly matched teams, especially the Canes not having Sveshnikov, um, and you know the Islanders having Sorokin, who is probably the best goaltender in the league right now. I know top three minimum. Yeah, Shesterkin was it last year. Vasi has it for the for the what he's done in the past, and Hellbuck's right there with Vasi. But this season alone, I'd say Shostakin was the most impressive goaltender.
3: Sorokin, Sorokin? Or,
0: sorry, sorry, Sorokin. Um, just pulled a rookie card of him too. No big deal. <laughs> but, uh, just got real in the hockey cards this week. Um, Going to be a millionaire one. there's the rel- this, this series is so irrelevant to me because I don't think the Canes can win without Sveshnikov, and I don't think the Islanders can win anything. Yeah. I picked the Islanders in seven. It was the hot upset pick. A lot of people were doing it, and I think it was mostly on the back of Sorokin and what I just said, Sveshnikov being out. I don't know how it ends, but again, my bracket's still alive. Isles in seven.
3: Are yeah, I I right? Yeah,
1: yeah, I had Isles in seven as well. I just think like Carolina making no moves at the deadline and having been snake bitten by these injuries is like a huge, like just a fucking unfortunate thing to happen to them. And I think Isles, for some reason, they just come to play. Like, they made two straight Eastern Conference finals and was, like, one win away from the final itself. And I just think for some reason, they always, like, find a way to scratch out wins. And with Sorokin there, um, I thought he would kind of, like, be the catalyst to win them the series. And I think they can win it still because it's such a back and forth. But I do ultimately think Carolina – um takes game six but I wouldn't be surprised if the Isles uh force a game seven and then it's it's up in the air
2: well you, well, you have a goalie like Sorokin you're really in any playoff series though which is crazy especially yeah. though like just Carolina not having special like you're saying then losing uh Teravine and then losing I mean you lost patch like two games into his thing but like still that's a big part of like their puzzle that they had going, and then, like, yeah. just, like, everything. Like it's just terrible. It's terrible. Yeah, Sorokin,
0: Sorokin did his thing tonight, too. They, he made 34 saves in that win. Yeah. It's hard for a goalie to steal more than one for you, so they're going to have to come out and play hard.
1: They're going to need to actually, like, score some fucking goals so, instead of
0: What do we think boring, of do we think of They're the most boring hockey team yeah. in the league. I, I, I would be fine with being a fan of them, but I can't sit here and watch their hockey and enjoy it as an impartial viewer. Like, if yeah. it's my team, I, I'll be like... I I would not care at all. But the like, most exciting team game, in
1: the league. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> like, I gosh, thought the baby. Patriots.
0: The Patriots ran's most recent Super Bowl was extremely entertaining when it was what thirteen to six or whatever. Yeah. I loved every second. Of it. Look at us shutting them down. That's you know that's exciting for me. Um, but it's not as an impartial viewer. It's terrible to watch. I don't give a yeah. shit about them. I'll root for the Canes. I'll pick the Isles. I will root for the Canes because of Brent Burns. But so it's a win-win, right? I either get to be right or my boy moves on.
1: Yeah, no, hundred percent. But, uh, but yeah, Emil, you brought it up. Horvat, Horvat hasn't been bringing it,
0: not um,
1: at all. Starts at eight point five next year. Uh,
2: Islander, I Islander fans hate him, man. Aren't they booing him?
1: Wouldn't be surprised.
2: they were booing him. He scored. He scored a nice <laughs> breakaway, though. He scored a nice breakaway goal, but it was short. Five, it was
3: like five, it was
2: five one. It was like five one. They were booing Horvat. Tough bounce it's for the guy.
0: Blue MRO, man. Nobody like. You go to oh, New I, York to just ruin yourself. Like your contract, he's lucky he's got it locked up because. Oh, he's locked. He can't up. score goals playing for the Islanders. It's a tale as old as time, man. They're 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 like the, the early two thousands Devils, the late nineties Devils. They're the same shit.
1: A huge uh, pointer, I think Rick Tockett pointed out, um, like Horvat. What kind of got him his success in Vancouver is that he was the bumper guy on the power play. In Vancouver. Yeah, where he just had the hottest Fuck.
0: four months of his career. He didn't have any success like that before this year. He was a good forward.
1: But also, it's like the Islanders don't utilize that system on their power play, so it's like now he's just kind of a lone ranger out there, and now right. they're just expecting him to like figure it out. But it's not
0: like he about this 100-point scorer for six years. He's a 100-point scorer for four and a half months. No, like yeah. down to. It's not like if he stays in van, does he continue to put those points up over the next six years consecutively? There's no way. I just love Horvat and think he's a good player, but he also was playing the best hockey of his career by a mile. Yeah.
1: And like, I I was never on board with Yeah. I was never on board with the eight and a half. So I'm kind of, I love him still as a player. I still
0: think he's incredible, but that was just not sustainable play no matter what. Yeah. It's the same with other things going on in Vancouver too. Like, you know, JT Miller's season the year before Koozie's season this year, great hockey, great hockey players. They're not going to do that every single year. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Other than, but, Petey, other than Petey and Hughes. Those guys, that's a different level. These other ones, you know, they're going on hot streaks. What is that? Patterson yeah. Yeah, recorded Yeah, the, the Islanders can have
2: him for eight and a half. Bubble Demko. Bubble Demko.
0: The that, where the hell's that? Like, people go on runs, man.
1: I mean, card, Demko, really Demko was the absolute man after his injury. I think he was playing hurt all year, but... It wasn't
0: Bubble Demko. That guy. That guy, right. was, that, that guy was... That guy was a beast.
1: He yeah. fucked us, because now that put... A, Aquilini thinking that we're contenders, but it was just Demco making 55 saves and taking us to overtime. <laughs> but yeah. uh let's go to let's go to Boston, Florida. Um Boston up three uh three one in the series. Uh Florida taking one at uh, wanted, uh, from the TD Garden, uh six, three. And uh we almost got a Kachuk Allmark fight in uh game two. <laughs> I love that. That was absolutely electric, but Boston's depth is kind of coming through with Bergeron being out and, like, Allmark and not playing his greatest and just Boston in general not playing their greatest, but Bertuzzi, Hall, Orlov, a lot of um, key additions. Orlov, man. Orlov, what
2: a pickup, dude.
1: Jesus. Boston's depth is coming through, and... It's very similar to like Tampa's run in, what was it, 2019 when they set the record for wins. It's like they weren't playing playoff hockey since November, but Florida or or, but like Columbus was playing playoff hockey up until game one of the first round. Same kind of thing with Florida. It's like they came in and they gave, they made Bruins life hell in game one because they've been playing for that wild card spot for the literally the entire season up until game 82 where Boston could kind of call it off. Since Christmas, but um, low key entertaining series. A lot of people thought Boston would breeze by Florida. I had Bruins in five, but um, have your boys' thoughts on the series in general?
3: I, I
2: still got Bruins in five, I got them coming back. I think they play tomorrow night, they're gonna win tomorrow night against Florida 4 1 gentlemen sweep. So not an actual sweep, Scotty, but a gentleman's ones. But uh, yeah, I think Florida's played pretty good on it. Honestly, like they've been decent games. I don't, I don't mind watching Florida, Scotty. You're muted. Oh.
0: It's not a gentleman's sweep unless you win game one.
2: Oh, no, the wait did Boston not win game one, or did Florida?
0: They did. Florida has to take game one, then you take four. outs, the gentleman. Oh sweep. my bad, my yeah. bad. Whatever,
2: four oh, one. one, whatever. Anyways, um, yeah, I I think Florida's played pretty good. Matthew Gachuk. Been solid for him. Brandon Montour, what a what a fucking player Dude, that, that guy, is. guy is
1: putting his dick on the table this season. It's fucking yeah, yeah, insane. Yeah, like
2: they got rid of weger and they're like, he's like, I'm the guy now. Yeah, and he he's, he's really been that guy. Uh, I think just goaltending, like not being able, but Brodsky's not really you know cutting it for Florida. Obviously, Leon um I mean, played hot Leon, near the end of the season, but kind of cooled off a bit. And yeah. I mean. Like you said, like just just having Bertuzzi, having these these depth guys for for Boston. Like Taylor Hall is just doing his thing right now, and you got Brad Marchand, David Pasternak. You know, it's just it's hard. You got like their de- defense is nuts. You got Charlie McAvoy, Lindholm, Orlov on like three separate lines. I think it's just like bonkers what these guys can run. So
3: actually,
2: yeah. these guys going all the way, and yeah, it's gonna be in five against Florida for sure.
0: Yeah, Boston's too good, man. There's no. There's nothing there. There's just Florida just doesn't have it. Maybe last year's Florida team might have been able to stick with him a bit. Um they're, they're just too deep all the way through. You got crazy fans saying like Allmark oh, shouldn't be playing. This is the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. The guy's gonna be a Vesna trophy winner. They lose one hockey game, like. That makes me not want Boston to lose, kind
3: of. Yeah. But I'm
0: down. Like I'm down for them to win. Um, a lot of people hate Boston, especially you guys being Canucks fans, because they beat you in one series one time, and you still hold a grudge. So they don't even think about you. But um, Jesus, buddy, I like. I'm sorry. That's the biggest, <laughs> most ridiculous thing about Canucks fans. They hate Boston so much. I didn't riot. Okay, I didn't riot. I didn't. Riot. series, <laughs> people hate them so much. They play like literally. Canucks fans don't think about the Canucks. They don't. They think about the Habs and the Leafs. Um, but I love all their great players. Bergeron to get one, hopefully gets back in soon. Marshawn to get one, be good to see Taylor Hall do one. And I'm a big Tyler Panchusha guy. I Love the wings. I love to see how he's playing so far in this series. Yeah. On to the Leafs. That's going to be a good series. I think Boston wipes the floor, but that's going to be a great series. It's going to be hard fought. That'll be that'll be good hockey right there.
1: What were your thoughts on Bertuzzi taking that? Uh, I think it was like Nick Cousins' stick or something like that into the bench, and then and one it. of the best
0: highlights of the entire yeah. playoffs so far. That like I loved every second of that, except that he didn't break it. He tried to break it and couldn't. Did break he not it. break, break it? Totally bad, but I thought he broke it. No, he smashed it through the ice. Couldn't break it. Then like the linesman came and took it. Tough it didn't life. break.
1: luck. we forgot to touch on Nick Cash fucking throwing a sucker punch at Brock Nelson when he got tossed into the bench there. That was that was a funny highlight. I don't know if you guys caught that.
2: Oh yeah, I saw that. What was that yeah. guy's problem? But he just got tossed in the bench. Like, suck yeah. it up and get off. Like, I
1: think I think they like tried to break a stick or something like that, and then he just threw a jab.
2: Because Nelson like, got tossed into the Carolina bench, right? And then
1: no, that- Nick Cash got tossed into the Islanders bench. Oh right, right. and then I think they took um, Nick Cash's stick and tried to break it like Bertuzzi did, and then Nick Cash threw a jab at one of the. Uh, Islanders players. I think it was Brock Nelson. And then got out and went to get a new stick and the Islanders are crying for a penalty. But it was hilarious. Yeah. But um, I want to talk about this Allmark and Kachuk f- almost fighting. Um, do you think this is a pansy move by Kachuk going after Allmark for n- absolutely no reason? Or was there a part earlier in the game where Allmark pissed Kachuk off? But I didn't necessarily see that.
2: I think that's just Kachuk stirring the pot doing his thing uh yeah. I, I honestly i don't think they were ever going to actually fight i don't think that would ever happen i don't think a boston player would ever let that happen like a player fighting your goalie i liked how omar took his mask off and was like oh, i'm dude. ready to go and he was like i'm i'm gonna get kicked out for this i don't care like he was pumping up the crowd yeah i loved it i, I thought it was hilarious uh i thought Kachuk plays his role perfectly on that florida team just the devil i don't know he's he, i love watching that guy um, And. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I have no problem with him trying to fight a goalie. Like, it's not going to happen. Like, a player's going to jump in before any of, that, any of that kind of stuff happens, especially on the Boston Bruins. But, hey, it was fun fun to watch.
0: Yeah. I yeah, no problem say. with Kachak there, man. He's doing his job. and
1: Trying to get under the same. Game's already lost at that point. It. He's just like, let's just try
0: and fucking. didn't cheap shot anybody. He's yeah. just being entertaining, pissing people off a lot every second of it.
2: And, and I like how Omar played a little bit of it, too. Like, he he wasn't just, like, trying to, like, skate off. Like, he was trying to involve, get himself involved in it, too. And it's, like, that's showing that he's engaged. That's getting his boys pumped up. That's getting Florida pumped up. Yeah. Good stuff. No one got hurt. We're good to go. B's in five still? Oh, yeah, B's and five. Surprised it's not B's in four, but... I had
1: five from the get-go. I knew Florida would squeak out one, but I thought they'd squeak out one in Florida. I didn't think they'd take one um, in Boston, but... You guys should have just seen this Broberg spill that he took on the bench. He was going like 100 miles per hour into Edmonton's bench and <laughs> shoulder first just like took a spill and he, he went to the dressing room. Tough to see. But um, <laughs> we're – uh, What's that?
2: Is Vinnie DeHarnay the 7D today? I, or like is, is Edmonton still dressed in 7D 11 forwards?
1: Fucking boys. Bet LA money line if Broberg's out because DeHarnay's going to get some ice time. <laughs> fucking hell. Uh, all right, we're going to my, my honorary team for this uh, for the five weeks oh. in Toba. We're going to Jets Vegas. Um, Winnipeg stealing a clutch uh, game one in Vegas, 5-1, just absolutely giving a pumping to Vegas. And then Vegas goes on to take the next three. Um, but I don't know if this is a hot take. I think Winnipeg's been the far better team this series. I think they've taken... They've had majority of the chances and just haven't been able to capitalize. They're missing four of games. their best yeah. five players. They're missing Morrissey, Ehlers, Perfetti, and now Shifley's day-to-day. Um, it's just unfortunate. It's very similar to Carolina. It's just like yeah. it's so hard to like climb back from that when you're missing a Norse caliber defenseman this year and Josh Morrissey and Shifley's always showed up in the playoffs and been a huge player for the Jets and it's just unfortunate to see um game three that comeback that the Winnipeg Jets had in the third period climbing back from they needed
0: that
2: OT win they needed that OT win they win that
0: one they might win it all yeah they They needed that
2: that that comeback and that win in that stadium on that first game at home would have been crazy but who scored it for uh, Matty scored, and it was just like a tough giveaway by Sandberg.
1: Sandberg, stopped... he goes up the wall there. Winnipeg wins that game. Sandberg right.
0: stinks, man.
1: Yeah, it was it's just a like, such tough a dumb, such a dumb play by him.
0: But um, overall thoughts on the series, boys. It's uh, been really extremely disappointed, extremely disappointed. Uh, Winnipeg sucked down the stretch. There's no reason to believe they could do anything, but I hate Vegas. Yeah, and I thought maybe Halibut yeah. could steal a series. Like we all think, Sorokin might be able to steal one. Um, yeah. Vegas the better team. I don't think they're a great team. I don't think they have any business with Edmonton, Colorado, Dallas, but they are the better team. Win Winnipeg didn't play good hockey in the cal in this calendar year.
3: No, the they Sharks yeah. beat
0: them twice badly. Like, and that's where I base most of my hockey knowledge on. How'd you play against Sounds today? They fucking suck, dude. So they're not a good team. The Sharks beat them. They're the reason the Sharks are fourth in the lottery instead of first. The team sucks. Vegas in five. I
1: had had the Jets in seven because I just had this hunch that Winnipeg, they either come up in the playoffs or they disappoint, but they they managed to sweep Edmonton in the playoffs one year, and I just think I I thought they would have some of that magic. And, Scott, I don't know if you heard me prior, but I think Winnipeg's been the better team this series. It's just a matter of not being able to – capitalize on chances I think they've been more dominant it's just when you lose Morrissey and Shifley in a matter of two games it's just so hard to kind of climb back from that and unfortunate giveaways and tough moments have kind of stole it for Vegas but i I've, I've liked Winnipeg more as a per 60 I guess it's just the score doesn't show that
2: well, they sure a yeah. fight. i like i the sh- the fight the Jets have shown at least. Like they've made every game pretty entertaining to watch against Vegas. Um, yeah. I just I just think it's it's too hard when you lose. Like like you're saying, like you can't lose Josh, Josh Morrissey. Like have not have Ehlers and then lose Shifley yesterday, and then like like you're saying Perfetti too. That's a big part of them. He was like a really good like solid score for them this season. It's like He's gonna you be can't, be missing, a, He's gonna be, you
3: can't be missing. You can't be missing
2: all these guys and. Yeah. Expect to you know be good in the playoffs and it's it's just not working out for them but i want to know how the atmosphere was yesterday because it looked fire
1: dude it was electric factory brother it was like my white out completely go with anyone no i just went solo baby so did you meet anyone
0: there did you have a time or what
1: yeah i had yeah I i went to this pub right across the street and um called the tavern and uh I got a burger in wrap form because they didn't have any gluten free buns or anything, and they put a double stack cheeseburger in like a tortilla. And I'm like, "Yo, this is kind of gas." Not gonna lie, it was pretty fire. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they didn't gassed, to do it. Gassed a couple beers there. Um, they had a happy hour from doors opening to uh, the end of warm up, so it was like six dollar beers. So snagged a couple of those. And tall boys were like thirteen bucks, which like honestly isn't bad compared to like Rogers, where it'd be like twenty nine. I swear, but no, the atmosphere is great. Very small arena. I was gonna ask you
0: what 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 is it? They only hold like fifteen something,
1: right? Like the arena isn't big, and it's very like steep. So, from my perspective, I couldn't really see the closest corner to me. It was like oh, some of it man. was some of it was kind of cut off by the people that's shitty, below me. That,
0: that sucks, man. No, good it was like, like it.
1: and it, it wasn't like I couldn't see from like the post to the corner. It was just like a slight sliver, Still, but have, having that's to kinda, one of the best parts about Rogers. Yeah.
0: You can see the whole eyes from yeah. any seat in the house.
1: Yeah, and like so that's why I was kind of like, oh, this guy I can't really like see what's going on. Like I had to kind of like. Kind of poke you up have to a little bit. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like, but like when everyone's doing it, you doing it doesn't make it any. Of oh, course, yeah, yeah. So it's just like it was kind of pointless, but also like I was nosebleeds, but I felt pretty close because the arena was so small, and it got loud in there, and just seeing like rally towels and everything like that for the first time in a decade. It was it was it was cool to see. It was a, it was a. What really was it like cool outside?
2: Atmosphere. They have a pretty good party outside too, right?
1: Yeah. Um yeah, it was really cool seeing it from that perspective instead on TV because you usually see like the drone camera coming like over top. But seeing it like all set up, it was like yeah, it was it looked like an absolute time. They had like food vendors on like one side of the street, and then like the TV where everyone watches the game and like everyone was meeting up there. Nice. It, it was pretty fire. It was it was really cool to see. Um, yeah, that's
2: good stuff. Too bad they yeah. didn't win at least one at home. That would have been nice. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it kind of sucked, but it seemed like game game three was the game to be at. Yeah. But it was, I didn't have a chicken dick's chance of getting a ticket because, like, as soon as they went on sale, they were sold out.
2: Yeah, you like you so, like Nate Schmidt's giveaway yesterday?
1: Fucking holy shit! I needed both hands to count the turnovers I saw. schmidt, oh, Yeah, fucking Pierre Luc Dubois is the most confusing player to watch because he always he he looks like he's doing good, and then he'll just like not shoot when he has an open shot and then turn it over and then take a penalty. And it's like, Oh, you you're not good. You're just a liability now. Cause he had like, that knee and penalty on stone. Kind of, it was honestly probably worse than Felino's but. Oh, was
2: it on stone or was it on Eichel? Uh, didn't he trip Eichel or something too yesterday?
1: Yeah. He tripped Eichel, but it was kind but... of a bullet, but this, I think the knee was on stone. Oh. Um, but he did take a tripping penalty on Eichel, and then everyone thought it was a dive on Eichel, and then they started booing Stone and Eichel because they, they were just dickheads um, for the rest of the game. But um, are we all in agree that Adam Lowry is better than Connor McDavid? I don't know what it is <laughs> dude, in the playoffs. He's, been, he's a
0: stud, dude. He's one of the few top, bottom six guys that's an actual difference maker.
1: Yeah, like I, I don't know what it is come playoff time. This guy always shows up in big spots.
2: Yeah, That was a big goalie scored in game three. Jeez.
1: Yeah, I was, I was talking to a Winnipeg fan, and I was like, what's with this Adam Lowry guy? Like, I know I watched, I've i watched him so long, but whenever it hits playoffs, he shows up, and he's like, he deserves the captaincy since, like, Blake Wheeler's not going to be it. I think he's the only one that, like, shows up in big moments, and he's never a pussy. He's always there when we need him, and he plays. He's, like, the perfect He's like a coach's dream. He's physical and he always comes up in big spots. And I'm like, that's fair. And he's also been on the team for a hot minute as well. So,
2: Yeah, I don't really follow the Jets that much. But, I mean, like, damn. Like, a guy saying he should be captain? Like, that's pretty big.
1: Yeah. That's pretty big. But, uh, no, like, yeah. the, pre- the pre-game ceremonies and, like, it, building got loud. And the the true north part of the anthem – and they just get absolutely fucking loud for that. Just yell it on, uh, on cue during the anthem. That was uh, that was pretty unique. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm.
3: But, I like how it's
2: all white. It looks sick in there.
1: Yeah, it's fine. People are wearing like robes from hotels to like get the white out and stuff. It's insane. Oh, really? Some of the outfits you see. It's insane. Oh, so
2: it doesn't have to be a Winnipeg jersey. You just have to wear white.
1: No, like, yeah, they were wearing like bath robes from like hotels. That's
2: kind of sick. Kind of yeah. a sick way to pull up to a game.
1: Yeah, it's insane. But um I'm
2: up with my bathrobes and chocolate, no big deal.
1: Exactly. But I I, I can't see Winnipeg coming back after no. losing so many key pieces. I think Vegas closes it out. But as an honorary Jets fan,
2: Jets and seven. <laughs> I got Vegas in six.
0: Yeah, hey, I had Jets and seven, so we're sticking with it, of course. I don't think it's gonna happen, but this Bukes. Vegas teams, Bukes. nothing. This Vegas teams a bunch of nobody's they're not winning shit anybody anyway which yeah, one the Knights? Yeah, they're they're trash man. They're not. They're I don't not, think they're they make it past the second round. They're or... not going. They're not going anywhere. We got yeah. nothing to worry about. I am going to Vegas though in a few weeks, and we're going to catch a game probably if they are still playing. But you I should hope not. they should
2: make it then, because that'll be sick. I, rather,
0: I can't risk the chance of them going to the final and winning shit because I hate them so much. It's it's better if it's just better for me if they're not there. It's
2: better okay. to just hit the casino
0: instead, eh? Let's get rid of them early so I don't have to worry about it.
1: Yeah, 100%. Uh, also, before we uh, move on, uh, Mark Stone scored two goals on 420. So, he's living up to his name. Um,
2: big, big stat.
1: Yeah, big stat. Hashtag <laughs> stat guy. Uh, Bukestad, um, Bukestad scored to make it 4-2, and now Phoenix Copley's in net for uh, Corpus Allo. So, Interesting.
0: Maybe has been good, though. has been Yeah,
1: he's was, solid. didn't pull
0: off that. No,
2: I'm not getting pulled. he been
1: solid. Yeah, he doesn't have the power Vasi has. He doesn't
2: have the Vasi powers.
1: Yeah. Um, last series here, uh, Colorado, Seattle. Um,
2: this has been a hell of a series. This, is, this has
1: been absolutely insane. Yeah, I love um, it. I like I didn't carry like,
2: suspended, man.
1: Yeah, that's the first point I was getting to. I fucking one of the stupidest plays I've ever
0: seen from a player. Um I McCart- people are saying that he thought he had the puck.
2: I hated it. I no. hated McCart for doing that. That's no. what I'm
0: reading. Why would McCarr do that? That's not a McCarr play. I believe that theory. No, no. one hundred percent No spoken shot. So McCann, it's
2: McCann doesn't have the puck, and he's just, he's like he, it he, went he, he, up.
0: The save went up. The pucks lost yeah. in the air. He thought McCann picked it up off the rebound, so he finished his check.
3: McCann Why would McCard
0: do that. We, you have to give him the benefit of the doubt. He's a great player, he's never done anything stupid in his entire career. Why doesn't he just flick a switch right there and do that? This It was just a, d- say, just a dumb play. McCann gave it that
1: McCann this pulled is a- up. McCann pulled we're- up. He wasn't
0: We're talking about we're talking about a generational talent, one of the most intelligent hockey players that's ever been on the ice. He doesn't have those just mental lapses. Well, I he think probably the did there. He, I don't think, I, think agree. Did I agree. He I agree. I think, think that was a mental lapse makes way more sense than anything. think. doesn't do that shit, dude. He wouldn't do that. May, like, but like, but like, McCann looks
2: so vulnerable too. Like just going there, like a like that guy would in a playoff game. He doesn't, you, you know, he doesn't have the puck there. He's just like standing up, like he's just like not even a part of the play because he knows the puck went out. And then McCarr just lays him out for way, no yeah. reason.
0: The way McCann, I don't think McCann or McCarr would do that. I really the don't. way McCann well, I think was skating, he spot, no up, more than like, one game,
2: no more than one game. It's fine.
1: The way McCann was skating, he pulled up and he was like skating like the play was over. Why would yeah. you think he had the puck? It was just insane that he would do that. I, I don't know. The, maybe, the maybe I was
0: reading while watching the video would really put it together well. It's
1: <laughs> I just like I, I just can't imagine that it's like you thought he had the puck. It's just like that doesn't really make sense to I don't me. See I that. Thought, The one thing to maybe it
0: makes more sense than Mccard do pulling that shit because McCart doesn't one, do
1: that to me. The one thing maybe maybe an evil is, guy. The one thing I maybe think happened is like it's playoff hockey. Sometimes you try to stir shit up, like get some momentum going your way. And maybe he was just trying to edge him into the boards, even after the whistle's gone and like the puck was out of play just to like maybe get him to take a penalty on you, like that kind of thing. And maybe he just went a bit too hard because you always see some like dumb hits after the whistle, whether it's like you just like kind of ride a guy into the boards. Maybe he went a bit too aggressive, but it just didn't. In no scenario do I see the puck after getting deflected up, getting to McCann's stick that quickly and then like hitting him. I just like don't really see it.
3: Yeah,
2: really. There's no way.
1: But, um,
2: but can I? Can I just? I want to. I got a question because this is how do they call that? They call that a five-minute major, I think, right? Because they can review it, right? They reviewed it, mm-hmm. and then they said no penalty on the play, right? But then a car gets suspended one game. Like, where's the fucking line, bro?
3: I, I think they
0: called the two-minute interference. Is, player they safety's call, not involved in those calls, so that's how. Hap- there's been guys that have been suspended on penalties that you know that
2: haven't happened, right? Like, there's that. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's,
0: yeah, so, so, it's it's a just, so, just because
2: entity, I, feel, I feel like there needs to be a penalty, regardless, like a two-minute like, penalty at least for everything that gets.
0: Jim's you
2: know, saying
1: they did They did give him two on it. Yeah, McCarr sure. got called a five, and then they took it down to a two for interference.
2: Just a two for interference. Okay. Yeah. Interference. Gotcha. He so, didn't
1: have the puck, Scott. So, an interference. He,
0: thought he did, dude. He thought he did.
1: Well, McCarr's a fucking <laughs> idiot if he thinks he had the puck.
0: But do you think all he plays off, he's got no if brains. Idiot, we're in trouble, boys. A lot of it. What's that? McCarr's an idiot. We're in trouble.
2: I would never pull that hit off. No fucking chance.
0: Yeah, because you can't skate.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not on the ice with McCann, you're right. <laughs> but um, Hey, you sort- just took out the Kraken's fucking leading goal scorer, so you need to get suspended for that. That's fucked up. It's like taking out McKinnon on oh no, Ranton on the other side. Same fucking thing.
0: Yeah. Jared McCann, remember when the Canucks traded him for you know a pile of bucks and a couple of McDoubles?
1: Hey man, Erica Branson went third overall, buddy. Don't talk shit about him.
0: <laughs> but- I could I could for a long time. <laughs>
1: Remember when the, the worst Leafs, part about Eric when the is Leafs the also
0: player, and then he put one on shame.
1: Yeah, true. Remember when the Leafs also protected Kerfoot over Jared McCann? That's funny. I mean, I guess
0: Alex funny. Alex Kerfoot. Uh, hey, hold in. on,
2: hold on. That was a big goal yesterday. Yeah. That was a big goal. First time. Yeah, how many, play, how many playoff series? OT
0: winners does Jared McCann have?
2: Probably gonna have one by the end of the series. Yeah. Jordan, <laughs> can we just talk about Jordan Eberle? Clutch yeah. guy. He's <laughs> a clutch guy.
3: Yeah. Always huge.
1: He's massive. Oh, Seattle's God. depth is coming through, man. It's, it's insane. They're, they're coming in waves against Colorado. Um, Colorado's vulnerable depth is kind of coming through, but the dog and Rantanen are also coming to play too. And one storyline I had going in to the playoffs was whenever I see a goalie have a safe percentage starting with eight, I don't trust them. And that's exactly what Grubauer had all season. But this guy's seeming like his revenge story started as soon as the puck dropped, um, started in game one, and he went to Seattle um, after turning down a contract from Colorado because he just seems to be playing pretty good against his former team.
3: Yeah. The, the
0: Kraken, man, they're just doing what they've done all year long. Like you said, with the depth. The goaltending bump's nice because they haven't had that all year. Martin Jones was terrible. Drew Bauer wasn't any better. Somehow they kept winning games, but yet they're just a—they're an Pesky. interesting team. Pesky not team. A,
2: they have yeah, no not, stars, man. It's nuts. They're not,
0: and that means they have no business winning anything. But like in the long run, there's no way this team can win a cup. Man. There's not a chance this
2: team—they need can to win get a somebody, but they haven't. have a, a foundation. Series,
0: they can maybe win two, and they exactly—they're building that foundation for a starter. To want to sign there? yeah well, austin matthews lose first round again next year they lose it again maybe oh well, maybe seattle looks pretty nice shane It's a 40 goal scorer now like <laughs> yeah
2: that's a, that's, a, that's a hell of an arena too man it looks fun there it looks like a good yeah. stadium good fan I'm, I'm happy pledge. for
3: him
0: yeah i'm no, happy
2: I, for that hey I, I know i know vancouver connects fans should hate seattle but hey i'm happy that there's someone on the west coast getting Oh, it'll come it'll come in, in time. time oh i'm sure it will but for now they look 20, like an 20. underdog team that's right now just putting it up, putting their best. They the did it all year. And that's what camps. it
0: was for 30 games. And then it was like, okay, they're actually, they exist. They're legit. Like,
1: I know New Jersey was better all season, but I kind of like see similarities in New Jersey and Seattle where just in terms of like where their team is, where it's like, they took a huge leap forward. I just think any ride into the playoffs is it kind a, of a, is a successful season? Is like a successful season, and they're just kind of showing out what their team could be for free agents to sign there in the off season. It's like we're not going to do anything crazy at the trade deadline. We're not going to sacrifice any future that we have. We're just going to
0: trade a bunch for Timo Meyer. But
1: well, that's that's different because like I'm talking about for like a rental, like yeah. Timo Meyer is like a long term. Thing. that's right. completely different like they, they, they are
0: pretty much the same situation yeah though. you're right
1: like, so like kind
0: of, nowhere pretty good team other than they're built very differently the team's built very yeah. differently but they're in the exact same spot yeah of where they are in like their building stage
1: 100 percent. and i just think any if they take colorado to seven and lose i think that's successful if they make it a competitive second round team
0: by colorado that was a great year yeah
1: so i think this has been seattle's Turn heads for sure, and I think they're a lot of teams are going to be interested in potentially going to them in the offseason, or a lot of players, sorry, are yeah. going to be thinking about maybe uh dabbling and uh what about Seattle? This
2: Vince Dunn guy just getting it done, man. Dude, who, holy who are, f- are these guys, fuck. man!
1: He came to play, this year, man. Geeky, Dude, these, these, guys, these
0: guys, these guys have been good, all these guys have been good, not great, and they finally got a chance to shine, yeah. just like Vince, just like William Carlson coming through, yeah. City, all that. Marsha, these Sarge. are all. All three of the names you just said to me were all solid players before they got there, and now they get a bigger role, and they're just running with it.
2: It's good. It's like, good to see. I mean, absolutely. It's I like seeing it, and it's good. It's against a defending chance because I think that the, the Aves need a little bit of a, way, You know, it, it, the same they,
0: same they need a bit of a test. two C with Noah Landiskog. I don't give a shit about Camper being gone. He didn't do anything last year anyway. They could have won that cup with Gorgiev. Um, they're not the same abs though. Without those two guys, without Kadri and Landeskog, man, and now McCarr for a game, it's it's not the same team. I still thought they could do it, and when, the way they played San Jose a couple of months back, Jesus, I'm like this team is winning the cup again. But no Landy is so big, I mean, and no I, they got GT yeah. Comfort playing two C. Like come on, man. That, yeah, th- I gotta need something a little bit more solid than that. But the, the Leafs have O'Reilly playing three C, and you got Comfort yeah. playing two C. That's not a, that's not a team built to win a cup yeah. right now.
1: Yeah, exactly. And but uh, one player I like to, I like seeing. He's like, I he's he's really playing higher to his potential is Bo and Byram. I think this kid's playing yes. so solid now. He's looked so good both sides of the puck. And I like he was, unfucking believable when Kale McCarr was out, um, his last injury in the regular season when he was out for a bit. Bo and Byram was fucking unbelievable. So I would say like I'm worried about Kale McCarr missing a game because any series can turn on a dime in one game. So Kale McCarr missing that is massive that is for massive. Seattle. But Bowen Byron, the way he played as the guy on the back end, yep. I can't say I'm as worried as I thought I'd be because of how Bowen Byron has replaced him when he yep. was hurt earlier.
2: Yeah, that guy's a stud.
1: The old Tinted.
2: He's so good. He's so good, man. Yeah. I, I saw, I saw me yesterday. I, I think I was like mic'd up and he was talking to Eric Johnson. It's like, they're saying he's like 13, it's like 13 years apart or something between the two. And it's like, just nuts. Cause like, he's so young and he's just so, nuts, he's so he's quick. Young, so, so young, smile. so talented. And just, he's already won a cup and it's just yeah. like crazy. You can already tell he's got decent, a good amount of experience under his belt already. So yeah, like you said, like with, with Elma in there, they still got a, him, they still got Gerard, they still got guys back there. Devin Devon Taves. yeah, guys,
0: incredible. Yeah, he's so Shout great. out to uh, Cranbrook, BC, too, Jevin. That's where Byron's from. You spent some time over there, eh?
1: Yeah, uh, just a little bit. Went to a nice BP, had a frosted Budweiser. How are you? One of the best beers, ever, one of the best beers I've ever had in my life after a nine hour drive. Had a <laughs> fucking Budweiser on in a frosted glass with like. Some ice chips at the top because of how cold the beer got. Oh, man.
0: You run into Mr. and Mrs. Byram or what?
1: Yeah, they were actually at my table. I was like, I have Byram getting the anytime point game one. Better fucking live up to it. You better hit it. Yeah. I don't know if he did or not. Wouldn't be surprised if he did. But um, how do we see this series finishing, boys?
2: Well, initially I had this, the abs being the Kraken in five, but that's, I'm going to have to switch that up completely. I'm going to go Kraken in seven.
0: I like it though. Yeah, I had abs in five, I think, too. And so since that's out of the door, we'll go, I like the way the series is playing abs in seven.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go with Scotty abs in seven, but man, seven. Seattle,
2: going to seven, boys. That's,
3: yeah. that's, that's
1: all that matters. We got a game seven. Seattle's a pesky team, and I wouldn't be surprised if they fucking. Clawed out in six, like the way Seattle's been playing, it's fucked. So, Maddie you
2: gotta talk about that guy too. Maddie Beniers, what a fucking no, rookie season this guy's having.
0: He's gonna be he's a big bad. goal
2: yesterday. This guy's he's fucking. A enemy. Pardon me.
0: He's an okay player. Eh? He's,
1: he's not, not bad. bad. <laughs> they have fucking free. He's not bad. He's gonna make a couple bucks in his career for sure. Yeah, absolutely for sure. Ball. Boys, this has been an absolute time and a half. Um, has your uh, cup um, pick changed at all um, throughout this first bit of the playoffs?
0: I've been saying I'll ride my bracket all, all the way no matter what. Yeah, I don't think the Oilers are winning the cup anymore. They can hardly get through L.A. Yeah. Um, I'll switch it to Boston. I'll switch it to Boston. Don't tell whatever it is, the NHL that when I win the bracket challenge. But uh, yeah, I'll take Boston. If, if Bergeron comes back, if Bergeron's not back, we got the Leafs.
1: Oh, I I thought last year, if the Leafs beat Tampa, they were going to the cup final. And I still think that if they beat Tampa, they can 100% get to the final. I,
0: I like oh, no. Boston with Bergeron and the Leafs more than I like Edmonton, who I picked four games ago. So I got Boston or Leafs now.
1: I'm still riding Edmonton to the Cup. Going to, back to the East I, where it belongs. I think I I I just feel like LA is they're they're a deep team, and I think they're going to be one of the harder teams Edmonton plays on the road to the Cup final. And I think if they can get through them, it'll. Get him ready for I, LA
0: stinks, man. They got no, they
1: noticed. don't, bro. They do. No, they don't. No, they you're don't. Fucking delusion, they trade away a
0: Franchise Hall of Fame goaltender, you're trash. For Corpus
1: who Allo. who is an absolute Swiss cheese, lightly cut. I don't oh. care. That's
0: a franchise goat. You don't do that.
3: You Doesn't just matter. Them.
0: That's garbage. That's garbage. Absolute garbage. They call it Bush League. Where the I'm way from. they
3: handled
1: it, fine. But was it smart?
0: yes
2: they had
1: is to it do though
0: it. is it yeah the way it, no it's not it is from a cap perspective but not the way it runs through your locker room not the way it's got kovatar and Doughty crying at pressers it's not I smart so. to make your star players feel that way well i just I, think the I, way that i they understand have, what you're saying financially and like if this is nhl 23 the video game yeah it's the right move but it's not. Or it's just or it's, <laughs> it's just like you're done.
1: getting two better players for a guy who just wasn't Corpus good.
0: nobody anyway. This guy ain't in the oh running for God. Veznas. He's never done shit in the league. just oh, so like stuck Corpus with saw. Copley, who was doing it for your squad all year and have Quick on the bench, man. Well, Corpusallo, Corpus the guy just signed to a $5 million deal who did it for you last year, Cal Peterson. They had three goalies already. Dude, that guy sucks ass, dude. <laughs>
2: Cal Peterson. He
0: He's on waivers. It's a $5 million deal, man.
1: Yeah, and he showed his true self when he got some real fucking ice time. He's on the waivers and in the minors now.
0: So is Corpus Allo tonight as he's giving up five in 30 minutes, man.
1: Yeah, well, he he, he was a fucking part of the reason why he changed your pick from Edmonton to Boston, so suck on that one, Scotty. Edmonton
0: sucks. LA sucks. <laughs> I don't like Pacific dude. Division teams, man. You're unbelievable, dude.
1: <laughs> Holy shit. What an ending, boys. Um. Has your cup pick changed, Emil?
0: I haven't I I I did After
1: Scotty's ran. We didn't get I did a
2: a, it by round. Um, but I haven't I don't have my f- cup, but I'll just say I, I got Boston. I got Boston. Yeah. Uh That's I just true. think that team is just uh dangerous. I think whoever they come up against, they just got if they can stay healthy. I think the main thing is if that team can stay healthy, have fun playing them in seven games. Any team that plays them in the west and yeah. the east, have fun because that thing is. I don't want to say it, but they just look unbeatable, really, with the goaltending, with the additions they made at the trade deadline, with their forward depth. It's just nuts. And you got Taylor Hall on your second line, ripping like some of the most points in the playoffs, and you got Tyler Bertuzzi on your third, then you got Patrice Bergeron, Marsha and Pasternak on your first line. What the fuck do you do with that? Yeah, it's like, crazy. So yeah,
1: doesn't dangerous, matter. Dangerous it, team. Doesn't matter because Edmonton's going to be standing in their way, baby. Edmonton's still riding. We ride oil kings. We ride loyal to the oil, as Heat Daddy said it on Twitter. <laughs> loyal to the oil. Well, boys, this was a fun episode. Um, thank you so much for coming on once again. You guys are you you always come in clutch for your boy. Um, where can uh, where can the people follow you on social media if they if they ever choose to?
2: Uh, Emil We're underscore Tracy it. on Instagram, Twitter, Emil Tracy, I believe.
3: Yeah, that's that's all.
0: Fucking rights. Facebook, hey, if you want. Underscore Scottani Twitter. Check out Leafs Nation, Blue Jays Nation. Some BCHL stuff if you want.
1: Fucking rights. We love that. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Jevin.Lefebvre on Twitter at Jevin Lafave. Find everything for the show on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at left side heavy underscore. Watch on YouTube, Left Side Heavy, subscribe, like, comment, love it. Share it. Um, and anywhere you get your podcasts, rate and review really helps grow the show. Thank you for listening once again. We'll see you next week. Peace. Tons in five.